everybody. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. We had a little issues going live right in the beginning, but you know, we're still figuring this YouTube live thing out. We, the cumulative we, me, myself, and I. So welcome to this week's episode and me fussing with my hair, which is the normal. And uh, I called this week's episode creating new revenue streams because everybody that I'm talking to right now with all the things that this virus is changing is thinking about and looking at and trying to figure out creating new revenue streams. Hi, Michael. Nice to see you guys. Hey, as you guys join live, just let me know where you're watching from. Shout out because on YouTube, I can't see your names unless you comment. Um, so... Oh gosh, where do I want to even start with this? So last night I was talking to my siblings. Um, I'm the oldest of five of us and my siblings are scattered out all throughout the United States. So I have a sister in Ohio. I've got another sister in Colorado. Hi Reshma, hi Lene, hi Janine. Yeah! Um, I've got a brother in Seattle and another brother in another part of Washington. Anyway, we're all over the, the North American like peninsula. Hello, Miss Amy. And um, so anyway, they are not into access consciousness tools. I'm the only weirdo in the group. And so I, it, was, it was so interesting talking to them because both my, my middle siblings, Heather and Ethan, are looking at a real, what they decided as a reality, that they're gonna be downsized and their jobs are probably gonna be made obsolete. And, um, and when I asked them, are you looking at doing anything to support yourselves with that in your awareness like knowing that's coming are you doing are you creating anything else and both of them were like they, they just went totally blank and had no idea so access consciousness has given me access to whatever part of me um is so goddamn tenacious when it comes to changing times and um that's like all i've been looking at is what's changed what can we take advantage of now and how, how and what revenue streams are available now. Because when you've got all your eggs in one basket, as some of you are discovering, like some of you have all your eggs in the person-on-person -person basket. Like, hi, Michael, nice to see you. You know, some of, you, some of your businesses are like really, really dependent on um, seeing people in person. Well, when you go into quarantine, then things suffer. Um, some, of, some of your businesses are online, but some of them are like, so, so, when things change, when you only have, hi Eduardo, things in one basket, you, you're fucked. So what I'm always looking at is like how many, how many different ways can I be supporting what it is that I want to create in the world and number one and number two, how many different revenue streams can I create with my skill sets? So I want to look, this, look at this from a couple of different angles and hello. Um, and, and see where we go. So if you guys have a scenario or something like a skill set or something you'd like extrapolation on, like different things that you could do with what you know how to do, you can put it in the comments and I will chat about it. I don't know if I can see past comments. Oh, I can with YouTube. Okay, yeah, so so if you have a question or you want me to riff on you know something that you're looking at in your life financially, let me know. I had somebody send me in a question that I'm gonna start with today. Um, and let me go there. Two seconds. Okay, so Janine is my friend. She lives very close to me, actually. And um, I know her pretty well. And I also know what she does. And Janine's into um, oils, doTERRA oils. And she's built a really, a really good business out of it. 
but she's looking at expanding. And so what she wrote is, she said, I'm ready for online plus working from home more than ever before. And I get that a lot of us are in the same boat. A lot of us wanna work from home, um, which is interesting now that we're all home. Hi Gary, nice to see you. I'm the most active on social media than I've ever been. And it, for those of you guys that don't know Janine, social media really hasn't ever really been her thing. I'm inviting others to come in and check out what I have to offer. How can I be more of a contribution to people right now? I know there's a fear and uncertainty around everything, including money. Hi, Maggie. Um, I have products for sale. My question is how to contribute and share without getting people getting tired of my posts on oils, in my case. Um, I just got a clue as I'm typing to tell my story and more of how I use and how they help me. Yeah. So I guess the first thing I really want to riff on, because this is something I, I would just got really good at because I wanted to live my life in a certain way. But the first thing I want to riff on is like creating your thing online. Um, because all of you have a thing. Actually, all of you probably have about 18 things. And Rashma, I see your, I see your comment. But you, you either don't recognize that you have a thing yet, or you haven't yet taken your thing online. And I'm going to use just one thing for now. Most of you have about 18 things, but let's just use one thing for now. So Janine's thing is oils. And her question is basically like, how do I not tire people out of all the talk about oils? I kind of have one thing. I want to sell oils. I want to get people involved if that's what they want. Like, how do I not wear them, wear them out? And, and this is where your creative ability is going to come into play. So she had an aha as she was typing in the question. She's like, oh, I could tell my story and more of how I use them and, and the things that they're contributing to me. And that's what, yes, that's basically it. I mean, so I'm an access facilitator and we've got all these different tools and pretty much all I talk about is access because I love it. It's changed my life. It's something I use all the time. It's something I've used to create my entire life. And so that's what I do is I will share these bits and bites from my life about where I'm using the tools, what tool I'm using at the time. Hi, Mark. Um, in order to inspire you guys. And so that's how that's shown up for me. When it comes to delivering classes or delivering a product, one of the things that I have found to be vital in, in a revenue stream being able to exist is you having confidence in it. Um, the moment that you're not bold and confident with what it is that you're offering, that is the moment that people aren't, people go away. People just stop, they don't buy from you. When you are bold and when you're confident, like this is my thing and I'm gonna talk about it from this direction, talk about it from this direction and have you have you heard of this and have you gotten involved in this particular way? Um, you know, that's, that's the moment that people can actually start to get involved. But when you're doing doubt and you're doing I'm not sure, then that's the energy people pick up on and nobody buys from you. So that's one of the first things to look at as you guys are venturing out and trying new things. For example, getting online when um, all you've been doing so far mostly is per personal one-on-one -on -one stuff. Uh, online, you've got to actually just invite yourself to being the expert that you are. And this is where my call actually, the, are you being a dominant entity comes into play because when you're not being the dominant entity in what you're posting, you're not being that dominant energy, then people pick up on the weakness and that's like all they can see. And the weakness isn't actually weakness. It's where you judge yourself. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like, doesn't matter what you're doing. 
if you are judging yourself and you're doing doubt and fear, those are the energies that people pick up on underneath what you're posting. So as you're expanding your revenue stream, you've got to look at and probably ask yourself and choose in every microsecond, like, okay, if I was being the dominant entity here, what, what would I choose and what would I create? Cool, I'm glad that's helping you. And yeah, for any of you guys that want more on this, like personal one-on-one -on -one facilitation around this particular topic, I have a call starting tomorrow called Dominant Entity. So you can come join me and ask me for the link. But yeah, so that's, that's a huge thing when you're starting anything new. I'm in the process of creating Innovative Workplace Wellness, which is going to be bringing um, bars and access consciousness tools into corporations. And we've spent the last couple of weeks like really like going through a story brand process to really discover what it is we want to create. Um, and now we're really sort of fleshing out our offerings or our initial offering and then what we can add on. And next part is going to be actually putting it into a website. And the next part is going to be contacting organizations. But this is a new revenue stream. So I've had to really go in and look at what do I, the, the thing I have to keep bringing myself back to as we're building this sort of semi-structure to offer to corporations is what do I want to create? And so that's the same with with posts and oils. And so you've got to, I'm going to, there's going to be a class coming out where I'm going to, it's going to be called Bold and Clear, where we're going to start to go through each of our different offerings and go, are you being clear with what you actually want to create here? Do you want to create oils, oils sales, for example, or are you creating something else? And that something else is really your why. That's really what you're creating. And everything that you talk about um, is from that why. You know, you don't do oils just because oils. You do oils because of something else, because of what they create for you, physically, emotionally, um, right? And so that's the stuff people want. People want the benefit to their life, not talk about necessarily the oils. It's like with us and classes. Like when you, when, when I have a great idea for a class and all I do say is call it great idea class, <laughs> whatever the fuck, and I don't look at, hey, what is this class? What do I want to create with this class? Then the class is misnamed because I'm not actually calling it or putting out in the world what I want to create. I'm calling it the exact thing, which isn't necessarily what I want to create. And people need to be inspired by what it is you want to create. So for me with these access tools, I want to create people being empowered, anybody who wants it, empowered, happy, having money and a business that's thriving, that's what I wanna create in the world. And so all my posts and everything I put out in the world comes from that. And from there, you can extrapolate revenue streams. So if you wanna create a world where people are empowered and you know healthy or whatever your version of healthy is, I'm sorry, I'm frigging with my hair. This, this is the thing when I get a new haircut, is like, I have to fuck with it. <laughs> that's the world you wanna create. How many different ways can you create that? And that's the question to start asking yourself when it comes to revenue streams, okay? So I know that's sort of a mashup around this topic of oils and social media, but as you're moving out into a new arena uh, with your thing, that's what you, that's the, that's the conversations to be having with yourself. Hi, Janine, love my hair, I love my hair too. Okay, I'm gonna go back a little bit and answer, talk to Rashma's thing. So Reshma says, well, if the only business I have is hosting and promoting, and at this point, everyone is doing something online, um, this is a time to diversify. So that's the revenue stream that you've had so far. What else is possible? 
And, and that is an essential question. Like what else is possible? What else is possible? So when I'm looking at what I can create, and I, I, I did this recently with everything that changed with, with the coronavirus, I started looking at all my, all my skill sets. So for example, I play the piano. Um, I put together like websites and, and landing pages. I help people get clear on messaging and branding. Um, I can landscape design. I can do gardens. I can, um, God, the list is so long. I've worked in restaurants for a really long time. I can manage bartend, waitress. I can um, facilitate. I can facilitate online. I can facilitate live. I start looking at like every single thing that I can do. And I don't, I don't make that a short list. One of the exercises that I give people is like, hey, make a list of 100 things that you could do today. If you were gonna be homeless tomorrow or do something today to have money, make a list of 100 things you could do right now to have money. And it's shocking what comes out. Some people don't allow themselves to get as creative as they can, but you know that might be a good exercise to take yourself on. It's like, okay, up to this point, my one revenue stream has been hosting and promoting two. Okay, fine. First of all, I can promote. So who else can I work for? Um, hosting, that's not happening right now. So can I host online? And what else can I do? If I'm a bars facilitator, how many tasters can I do online? If, um, if there's people, and that was, and that, this was another thing I did was I walked around our neighborhood and I started looking for all the possible revenue streams in the neighborhood, even with everybody inside. And I was like, well, one possible revenue stream is offering to get people's groceries. Another possible revenue stream is offering to, um, you know, clean up their lawns while we're in this time of like not touching each other. It's starting to be spring around here. So it could clean up lawns. Um, and literally like you just have to walk outside and go, what's available? And so one of the things you might want to run with yourself is what creativity am I excluding with the no choice so what, what kind of creativity are you excluding from your world? And everything that is times Godzilla we destroy and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all the insurance, boys and beyonds. Um, my brother and my sister are, they don't use the tools of access. So they're, in my opinion, you know, shortchanging themselves. And it also is just never asked to any of us, like, okay, so you, first of all, we never acknowledge that we can see the future. So they don't know that they can see the future and see that their jobs are going to be obsolete. And second, we're not, we're not encouraged to like prepare for a future where our jobs are obsolete. You know, both of them are raising kids right now and I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you know, what else is possible? You already know your job is going to be gone. So how creative can you be now to come up with something that would actually work for you then so that you can have a future so that you can have money? Right, so this is the revenue stream conversation. It's like, well, how many different revenue streams can I get started now so that I'm not dependent on that job's money? And when I started creating live classes around the world, um, which right now are not happening, <laughs> we'll see in when and if that changes, um, I was really aware that that particular revenue stream was incredibly cash heavy. Like it requires a lot of cash to like invest in graphics and posting and, you know, renting venues and stuff like that. And so when I, when I under, when I chose it, when I chose to like start traveling around the world, well, interesting timing for that. Um, I was aware that I needed to be able to support the creation of that revenue stream with another revenue stream. 
And so I made a demand of myself that I would never be dependent on the live class revenue stream. I would create money in other ways so that the live class revenue stream could grow as it did because it was it grew different than online. It took a, took a little bit longer. I needed to be committed to it for at least three years to give it some time to grow. And so my commitment to myself was supporting the creation of that revenue stream with other money. And so some streams are gonna take a little bit longer. And that's just, that's just how it is. Some crops take longer to grow. Some crops are like microgreens and they just pop up in 12 days, but some crops are like winter wheat or you know an oak tree. And so you've gotta look at the revenue stream and go, okay, well, has it changed? Yes, okay, cool. What else can I choose? That's, that's a key thing. Start making a list of different things that you could possibly create. And then look at that list and go, which ones of these are like low hanging fruit things where it could actualize pretty quickly? And which ones of these are gonna take a little bit longer and, and start and start somewhere. And it, but it requires of you to like get that you're the source of everything that shows up in your life, even always, well, just always. So everything's changing right now. You're still the source of everything that shows up in your life. So is it gonna be okay with you to not have revenue? And if it's not okay with you, then that's that's the get to work time of like, okay, time to get creative and look at all the different things that I could do or choose that could create something for me here. Okay, I'm gonna go back up here. Rashma says, so the interesting point of view is that the economy is going down and I have constant question of what I could charge for any service. Could you ask a question around that? Um, you guys just gotta be willing to choose. There's no magic pill here. I mean, in the last little bit, like, you know, I've had a couple of classes that were a certain price and then I played with discounting one of them $150 and it just flew off the shelf. And with another one, I played with sending out a coupon code to certain people. Um, another one I didn't discount at all. Other ones I've done for low price points. Like you just have to choose. And most of us don't want to be wrong, but you got to be willing to be wrong to succeed. And listen, you're going to, you're going to pick price points that people don't like, and you're going to pick price points that people love, and you're going to pick price points that work and price points that don't work. And that's just the way it is. And so if you were willing to just go into the fray and get in the game, what could show up? But what most of us do is we keep ourselves out of the game until we can get it right. The thing is right doesn't exist and you get no awareness from not choosing. So, you know, you keep yourself out of the game until you can get the right answer, but there's no right answer. And so you're just not in the game where the thing that will create your future is getting in the game and just choosing. You're welcome, Rashma. I'm glad. Okay, Jaya. I love the idea of working from home online. How can I go about that? I'm looking into an affiliate marketing and it is so damn cons confusing and consuming a lot of time. Uh... What else is possible for me out there? Any ideas? Jaya, I would need to know a little bit more about your skill sets and like what you do and what you have available. Um, while I fuss with my hair for the 18th time. Uh, and this is actually why I'm creating, in the next probably 18 hours, I'm gonna have a class out there for 50 bucks. Five days, five days, five hours with me of revenue stream creation. Because what I wanna do with a lot of you is actually like have you talk and tell me what you do, and then we can start to extrapolate different things that could show up from that. Working from home is a choice, and when I when I create, I created this. I created this. This is so cool, actually. Back, um, 
probably six, seven years ago, after my first foundation class, I was working as a, a waitress in Kincartan, where my friend Janine lives. I'm a waitress and a manager. And um, all my new friends in Access were like traveling all around the world. And I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> I want to travel around the world and do Access classes, but I can't do that and work here because he needs me here. Restaurant work, you have to be there. So I said, well, okay, then what would it take to create an online business with this? Now, I didn't know how to do that. So I actually got a job with somebody who had an online business so that I could start to see what was involved. Like I had, I had no information. I didn't know anything. I didn't know systems. I didn't know social. I didn't know anything. So I worked for someone else sort of in a, and got a, a huge education in what it took to run her business and still didn't do a whole lot with my own online. I, I stayed in the back end of hers. I stayed, you know, working with her and then, and then created myself financially to a place where I, I really just didn't have a choice. And sometimes I have to do that to myself, but apparently I need a lot of intensity to make big changes, but created myself, you know, coming, moving to Vancouver from Ontario and pulling in into a brand new relationship and a new place to live with like $500 to my name, like not even in cash and credit. And, um, and you know, mulling it, like moping about for the next three weeks and feeling sorry for myself and then finally going, fuck it, you know, I'm either gonna create or I'm gonna die. And so I, I put my first online class up for free, got 300 people playing in it and then created a paid choice for people and ended up creating my like first $900 online. But during that year of like educating myself on what it took to have an online business, I, I was also really connecting with people and engaging with people on social media. And there's a difference between posting on social media and engaging with people. And what creates any business, what creates anything being successful is engaging with people. So now with this whole thing or with you wanting to work online, like you gotta look at how do you engage with people online? Not how do I information them to death, which is what most of us do, but how do I engage with them? And there's all kinds of classes out there you can take, like get engagement on social media is sort of a buzz phrase. And that's not really what I'm talking about. It's, it's what I'm talking about is like, do you remember that there's people on the other side of what you're posting? Or are you just doing an activity? And so in the creation of anything new, what's required is to engage with other people. like. If I was to walk out in this neighborhood and in, the, in a time such as this, like knock on the door with a 10 foot pole, you know, they would come, I would grin and I'd say, hey, listen, I don't want to come too close, but what I'm offering during this quarantine time is, you know, $50 yard cleanups. I could do that. I'd, I'd, I'd probably get a bunch of work actually. And what would be required to create that bunch of work would be engaging with those people. The same is true of online. The same is true as any revenue stream. For us to create this innovative workplace wellness solutions company for corporations, we're gonna to have to engage with human resource departments, actually talk to people. And so the same, it's, it's true, it's just true across the board. It's just with an online business, you're talking about engaging with people via social media. So I see a lot of people doing social media pretty badly, or you know, like not actually knowing how to use it. And I don't always do it great. But when people engage with my stuff, it's because I'm talking to them, I'm contributing to them, I am I'm going into my world and their world and engaging with an energy that they can relate to and they respond. So, so this show's kind of turned into less about like creating new revenue streams and more about like when you're choosing to create new revenue streams, how do you do it? But 
I think it's all relevant. Um, the thing that I'd encourage everybody to do right now is look around your world and go, what's changed? And what do I need to choose to take advantage of the change? What's changed? Okay, right now, people are holding on to their money, right? Okay, cool. What, do, what are they, where are people, where's people's attention right now? People's attention right now is on survival. Okay, I can contribute to that. So they may or may not be so gravitated towards like the big sweeping energetic things or whatever, you know, it's, it may be that the classes that we're putting out right now are way more about how to get yourself started online, way more about creating new revenue streams, way more about like using this time to create something different, right? And that, that's something you have to stay tapped into all the time, like what's changed. And so no matter what business you have, what, whatever you've done in the past, like how can you use that skill set now to take advantage of what's changed? Whether your business is oils or access or cars or whatever. Um, thank you, Amita. Yeah, so that's, that's a required skill set. I'm going to go back and read some of these. Um... I'm using Money Pulse to pull in fatty tips with Uber Eats, so it's so fun just sipping around and listening to you on SoundCloud. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome, Trevor. I'm so glad. Um, thank you for being the gift you be. I can't put into words. You really have contributed me to not give up in my life so many times. I'm so glad. You just brought an awareness to me. I love interacting with people. I think that I ought to choose. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm so glad this is contributing. Um, yeah, if my brother and my sister had allowed me or even asked me to add my brilliance to their lives yesterday, what I would have done with them is made a list of all of their different capacities. Like my brother's worked for Microsoft for 20 years. He's a computer software whiz. Um, he's very pragmatic. He's very brilliant. He's very clear. My sister uh, basically balances a multi-million dollar checkbook, uh, runs a finance like segment of uh, an international organization, multi-million dollars she, she works with. You know, so she's got capacities with spreadsheets and budgeting and um, family stuff and kids and like the list is, is crazy. And then I would have gone, okay, so what are all the different ways you can use each one of these? It's basically like you make a list of all your capacities and things and ask somebody else what your capacities are if you're not sure, because you are will always sell yourself short. You know, like, are you like good with spreadsheets is a thing. Like that's something not a lot of people are good with. Good with budgeting is a thing. Um, all these things that you think are like worthless and then take that thing and go, how many different revenue streams can be created from this? Because in every, with every capacity, you can create what I call this like jar of big rocks, medium rocks, gravel, sand, and water, right? So a full jar and a full bevy and spectrum of services that you offer. With Innovative Workplace Wellness Solutions, we're creating one core service with some add-ons but I can create anything with access tools. I just had to like choose how it wanted to look. And that's true of everything that you can do. It's like, every, you've got all these different things that you can do that you are so easy for you. They're like breathing, like piano for me. is so easy, it's like breathing, the way I play it. Um, 
one of the things that I'm doing with my piano is I'm putting it on an app called Insight Timer, which has this, it's like this super popular meditation app um, growing all the time. It's gonna take eight to 10 weeks for the music to get uploaded, and it, but it's gonna be free and by donation. So my music will actually then be creating something for me in the world. And it didn't take anything but for me to like record it and put it up there. So there's all these different possibilities if you're willing to see them. And I'd encourage you to go, hey, what possibilities am I refusing? And what could I truly be choosing? And sit down with yourself in a big piece of paper and go, what are all my different capacities with all these different things? And how many different revenue streams, hi Mara, um, can I create from this one thing? And what, were my, what are my big rock revenue streams, my medium rock revenue streams, my gravel revenue streams, my sand revenue streams, my water revenue streams? You know, like what are some of the big chunks of cash that I could create with this and some of the medium chunks of cash and some of the recurring and some of the, you know, the little bitty ones. And then where do I start with all of this? And where, what, what would be fun? And where is my low hanging fruit? That's huge. Where's my low hanging fruit? Because all of us have it. For some of you, it's 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 just, we all have it. We all have low-hanging fruit. We all have something that if we put it out there tomorrow, we create cash for us right away. So I hope this was a contribution. There's so much here. It's a huge topic. Um, come watch this space for the link for the five-day thing for 50 bucks if you want more on your personal stuff. But um, anyway, if you like this, share it with your friends that are struggling. And um, otherwise, I'll see you guys next week. I'm so, so, so grateful for you.